Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Monday Night Raw episode 1342. Um, this is week seven, part one of 2019. Um, I, I enjoyed this episode for the most part. There's a killer match. Basically the main event of the episode. There's stuff that happens after it. There's another segment to end the show. But the the last match of the night, which is like a solid like twenty minutes or so, I wasn't keeping track. Um, they 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 went hard and they went all night. Uh, but we'll get to that uh, that match um, in just a minute. The through line of this episode, uh, beginning of the episode, the end of the episode, and uh, we cut away to uh, Becky Lynch backstage multiple times throughout the night was. The matter of the WrestleMania match between Ronda Rousey or whoever's the Raw Women's Champion versus uh, Becky Lynch, the winner of the Royal Rumble. So, uh, all of the events of the last week or so uh, come to a head. Uh, Becky is, is welcomed back into the ring um, to uh, with an opportunity from Triple H and Stephanie McMahon that uh, she went and saw a doctor. She's good to go on that front, but there's just one thing, one thing they want, and that's an apology from Becky. And um, so uh, she's contemplating it throughout the throughout the night. A lot of people offer their advice. Um, she doesn't ask anybody for their advice. Um, they all just kind of uh, feel like it's their place to to speak up to her or something. So everybody encourages her to um uh to make the apology uh because it's not worth uh jeopardizing the greatest match ever um just to uh to just to be stubborn or whatnot um but the last person that she gets advice from um this is like during i think this is during the the tag team match at the end of the show um alexa bliss says no, you shouldn't apologize because they look up to you and everybody looks up to you and you just stick by your guns, that kind of stuff. And Becky's like, no, no, you you just want that match. You'll take that match for me if um, I'm not in that spot. So I think that, that kind of tipped her even more in that direction because, um, you know, Alexa screwed Becky out of uh, winning her championship back in that cage match, um, bringing in La Luchadora. I mean, Becky brought in Luchadora first, but um, to have the, the fake Luchadora. Anyway, their rivalry rivalry goes back a, a ways. But um, yeah, ultimately, I am jumping to the, the end here. I do want to talk a bunch of the matches that happened throughout the night. Um, but Becky does apologize. And Triple H says, well, congratulations. Becky's, what, what, was that it? All right. Well, I guess I'll cut a promo now. Uh, then Vince McMahon comes out and says, no, I don't like your attitude. Um, you're suspended for 60 days, which, uh, which is like five days after WrestleMania and, uh, we need a replacement and that replacement is Charlotte Flair. I like almost threw something at my TV. I was like, ah, dang it. I knew it. You son of a gun. Um, so I, I, I'm kind of excited for what's to come in the next few weeks. Um, in two weeks, we're going to have Ric Flair's uh, birthday celebration. I think it's like his 70th birthday. Is it his 70th? Is he that old? I think so. 
Um, so that that's got to be a, a, so Becky suspended, but there's no way that she isn't ruining that celebration in some way. Um, and I'm looking forward to that and all the other stuff. And um, I mean, in the beginning of the show, she was saying, I don't care who I have to go through to get th- this done. You, Stephanie, you, Triple H, or your bo- your 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 pops, or whatever she called him, um, meaning Vince, of course. Uh, so that's her next target. She's got to go after them. And she was right. She's obviously right to, to be skeptical of their intentions about not trusting them. Or it, no, it wasn't even really a matter of trusting them. Um, it, it wasn't really them who did it. Uh, but she just screwed out of it anyway. So um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to see what Becky's plan is, uh, what she's gonna do next to make her dream to fight for her dreams and make her dreams happen. Um, all right. So some of the matches that happened, we had a triple threat: Sasha and Bailey, Tamina and Nia, and Liv and Sarah. Um, and the loser of this match would enter the chamber first. Now this is always a, this is a weird thing for like a multi-team match because it disincentivizes actually participating in the match. Like you don't get anything from winning except that you didn't lose. That makes sense, but you can also not lose by not ever being tagged in. So the way the, uh, a tag team triple threat match works is that you can tag. There's only two active, um, members of teams there's only two people legal in the ring at a time um and obviously those two can only represent two of the three teams so um at first sasha and bailey were uh were right on top of that strategy i was thinking man if they just keep jumping off the apron and stuff when people some come to try to tag them they'll be golden because no matter what they're not losing so they're not uh, having to start the Elimination Chamber match. Um, that's what the loser, the stipulation for the loser was. Um, whereas there is no advantage of being, uh, there's no advantage of win- of being the one who makes the win. Um, other than just that you, you didn't lose. So I liked that they were really uh, working with that, but then... Bailey tags in. I'm like, oh no, you ruined it. You were you were doing so good. They like very clearly were using that strategy. Uh when Liv tried to go and tag one of them in, they just jumped off of the apron. Um so unfortunately, while well, well, Sasha got taken out, uh she got escorted to the back, like uh helped to the back, uh all injured and stuff. So Bailey was there all by her lonesome, trying to fight off um both of these other teams uh tagging out when she could but that wasn't really all that helpful because we ended up getting Nia Jax pinning Bailey and so Bailey and Sasha will be starting out the elimination chamber match um now I, I maybe Smackdown will do something similar tomorrow night they're already doing a gauntlet match to determine um who gets to enter the the chamber last um, for for the, the the WWE Championship match, um, but I, I'm interested to see if we get we get this same type of triple threat thing to see who else starts the match. I think it makes sense for a Raw team and a SmackDown team to start out 
on the one night a year that Raw and SmackDown go head to head. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, I also really liked that. Um, I think uh, Tamina and Nia like just destroyed both Liv and Bailey, and Tamina just drags. Uh, uh, Liv and Bailey were the legal competitors, and Tamina just drags um Liv across the across the ring and holds her hand up for uh for for Nia to tag in. I I, I like that. That was that was pretty good. Um, up next, I was really confused by this, but by the time all the interruptions happening, I was like, oh, I okay, that's the point of this, and I actually really like it. Um, but they had Elias come out. They're like, Elias is next. But right before the commercial, they were like, the uh, Seth Rollins is next. Um, so you have Elias come out and then he is in- interrupted by the backstage thing with Becky and Finn talking. And then ladies and gentlemen, Elias, and then the Seth video package of his, uh, rise to power over the last year. Uh, and then ladies and gentlemen, Elias, and then Lucha house party comes out. And then, then right to commercial, <laughs> like this is this is crazy. Um, so I, I, by the by the thir- by the time Lucha House Party came out, I was like, oh yeah, this is actually pretty fun, pretty fun. So he's fed up with interruptions, and uh, we have this whole thing with the Lucha House Party um, that they want to walk with Elias. But this was my favorite non wrestling moment of the night was uh, after Elias sang a song about uh rapid city he um is it rapid city is that where they're at wisconsin i don't know um lance dorado was like messing with his ear his cat ear not his human ear the cat ear on his mask he's like clearing it out because it it made his ears hurt i I really really like that detail um but elias Ends up smash, smashing Kalisto over the back with the guitar after after Kalisto played a couple of notes, and was very impressive. Not not favorite, not very good. But it was it was it was it was it wasn't it wasn't bad. It was just like he just played a couple of notes. Um, up next, we had Drew McIntyre versus Finn Balor. Uh, disqualification. Um, I think Drew. I think Finn won via disqualification and Bobby Bobby Lashley attacked him and uh Kurt Angle came out to rescue him and everybody came out. I honestly didn't really pay attention to this whole thing. It was Strowman, Angle and Balor versus McIntyre, Corbin and uh Lashley. Leo Rush was doing something off to the side or whatnot. Uh but the six man tag team match, Finn Balor won um but this is after okay initially bobby lashley won but the the referee did not see that finn's got his foot out on the rope another referee comes out and talks to john cone is like hey you missed this you gotta restart the match or whatever uh so they restart the match um and with the restarted match finn balor wins so uh finn got two victories tonight and lashley got one I think, but also two, because he 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 beat up Finn Balor before that. Yes, um, we had a nice home video from. Well, it wasn't from home; it was from the bowling alley. Kevin Owens talking about how he's coming back in about a month. 
ish maybe and uh it was just nice to see it, it's i mean it doesn't match the quality the picture quality of anything at all but and uh but it, it was it was good good to see an update on him um and i'm pretty excited for when he comes back what he's going to be doing and that and one month away that's before wrestlemania so what's he going to be a part of what's he what's he going to be doing i guess we'll find out um by the way you, you don't really get it they haven't had was it like three or sorry that's my microphone stand um how many andre the giant memorial battle royals have there been so far um as as the winner the winner doesn't get anything other than that trophy like they don't get a, a, a championship opportunity or anything like that um it seems like that's something that's something worth worth considering um i mean that you have time to fill before SummerSlam anyway um that you'll be able to get a championship match um after winning you know even if it, even if you lose that's still like a cool thing to get so i don't know uh if maybe they'll start doing something like that it would be nice i think they kind of said they implied that that would be what would happen at least for the women's battle royal and Naomi uh, has has gone on to say, I, I remember seeing her like uh, comments on Instagram or something like that. It's like, uh, I still haven't gotten my match, guys. So I was going to be part of the thing. Still haven't gotten it. I think she has fought. Um, she has had a championship match since then, but it was like part of open, like an open challenge or something like that. So I don't think that really counts as satisfying that promise. But anyway, uh, up next we had Nikki Cross versus Ruby Riot. Uh, lots of fun to see these two in the ring together. Uh, uh, building up to Ruby Riot taking on Ronda Rousey on Saturday on Sunday, um, and uh, Ruby got the win via the Riot kick. And you know, as much as everything's like getting all screwed up and all that, I think it would be really funny and pretty great if. Um, not even like funny i think it would be great if they just mess it all up with ruby winning the championship and then and then everybody involved with the ronda rousey so i was like oh well what what, what now i guess we're gonna go after ruby or uh maybe now i need to help ronda get her championship back so that we can um i i can beat her up um but we might also get uh um like that could be interesting if charlotte helps ruby win um just to screw over charlotte and ronda mostly screw over ronda um that could be a thing but we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see what happens um so i think is it kind of solidified that nikki cross is on raw now because she hasn't appeared on uh on smackdown um at all Heavy Machinery has been appearing on both, but both Nikki Cross and EC3, they've only been appearing on Raw, so I guess we'll see more um, on that. We also haven't seen any Lacey Evans um, in this week or last week, I don't think. But she was on, on uh, main event um, right after the Rumble, and uh, that, that was a fun match. I, I enjoyed that. Um Seth, he comes out, says, let's talk about how awesome I've been this last year. 
and he says i took six f5s and i'm still here paul Heyman comes up and uh he uh he says that brock isn't there and then there's a whole thing of whatever they're hyping up the universal championship match and uh you know that's gonna that's gonna happen and uh it'll be pretty good i mean it's almost two months away wrestlemania so like all this stuff the the matches that we know are gonna happen are like either have to put them on the back burner kind of like with brock lesnar and seth rollins it's a slow burn it down or you have to spice it up light it on fire light it up um with the the becky lynch ronda rousey charlotte flair stuff so like two different ways of doing it kind of and there's uh there's two pay-per-views to go until then and also i feel like there's um the elimination chamber as far as the women's matches goes is kind of like the focus um as far as in-ring stuff goes um but i'm still really looking forward to ronda versus ruby i guess i should do some predictions on here um i'll get to that in a second uh we had dean ambrose he he tells first he comes out while seth is still there he says slay he tells him slay the beast so it's like uh hey he's, the, the bad blood's not there now there's there's uh dean might be coming back around realizing he made some mistakes perhaps uh, so i'm interested to see where that goes but um Ambrose gets a rematch against EC3, who defeated him last week. But this time, Ambrose gets the win. I think it was with a roll-up or something like that. And then our main event match, Raw Tag Team Championship match, uh, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode versus The Revival. Um, oh, this is a must-see match. These guys are great. All four of them just killing it in this match. And that ending, oh, my God. That Shatter Machine uh counter to the uh the the crossbody um from chad gable beautiful beautiful um so the revival are the are the new tag team champions and uh i'm excited to see them defend those championships a bit against all comers and uh maybe we'll get uh the major bros the major brothers um zach Ryder and kurt hawkins challenge them at wrestlemania for the championships oh that's silly maybe at fast lane i'll happen at fast lane um becky so she comes i already talked about all this she she apologizes but then ronda uh and ronda comes out they're about to go at it um uh, have a war of words but then vince comes out as that no nope nope becky bye here's charlotte so that that's we'll see there's there's a lot of show to go until this match actually happens whatever the match ends up actually being and i um i'm just excited to see uh becky lynch in a match of any fashion i mean i there's no doubt in my mind that she'll get her way back into the match or to either either as a triple threat or um to get the one-on-one match back and um you know, I'm I, I'm just excited for that match, whatever whatever it is. Um, I know it's it, there's a lot to potentially be upset about 
at, uh, at the moment. But again, there's there's 55 days. What was that? 55 days until WrestleMania, according to Vince's math tonight. Um, I'm not I'm not double checking that math. I'll trust him. I'll trust him on that on that much. Um, there's 55 days, which is like seven more episodes of raw seven more episodes of smackdown two more pay-per-views uh there's a lot of time to to build up a story like uh i see a lot of comments about no long-term storytelling that kind of thing um and then when we do have a do we do have a story that goes on for a long time ah it's so boring it's getting really drawn out and all that kind of stuff and um like when it's wrestlemania season when you happen upon a match that's wrestlemania worthy that's kind of the unfortunate thing of it that this we kind of stumbled into this um becoming the wrestlemania main event um along the way uh because of the the becky lynch injury um right before survivor series um because otherwise we have had we would have seen becky versus ronda at survivor series already um and then right now it would have already been probably determined that would be charlotte flair versus ronda rousey um and then who who even knows what would be going on with with building that up it might not even been built up very obviously yet it might have been the kind of thing where charlotte won the the that charlotte won the royal rumble but then it was taking her time to decide which champion she was going to go after um, to challenge. Um, which should we go after Asuka? Would Asuka even have the championship right now if this was the case? Would it be Charlotte deciding between Becky Lynch and uh, and between uh, challenging um, Ronda? Uh, there's no way to know. Well, I'm sure you could probably ask somebody who's in on all those plans and find out what the original intentions were but um that, that's kind of the it's it's a blessing and a curse that this whole feud came out of all of that that it got so so big um on the one hand it's 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 like great um in general but on the other there's so much time until the match match actually happens that um like how do you how do you balance keeping it interesting and um uh keeping people's interest between um like not uh not making it uh like overexposed so i think i think we're we're we're, we are definitely somewhere in the middle of those two extremes um and we might be tipping one way or the other but um i think this charlotte flair stuff is uh gonna keep it interesting make it'll make it uh it'll keep the 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 wheels turning on it like how is this gonna how is this gonna develop next um and uh what do we hope develops next that kind of thing so yeah um i was sent uh uh on i was contacted on twitter to uh to see if i would uh read a wrestling comic and so um i am going to talk about that on my comic book uh episode later this week um or if i read before then i'll 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 let you i'll let you know at the top of the episode but 
Um, I I got the uh, two copies of two uh, uh, the first two issues um, in email, and I told him, yeah, I'd love to 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 take a look and uh, read those, and um, I'll let you know um, whenever I talk about them. So uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. I I'm actually kind of, kind of excited for that. I know absolutely nothing about it because they just tweeted me, um, presumably because I tweet about wrestling and comic books. Um, and uh yeah so we'll see how that goes um yeah tomorrow night we have smackdown 205 live and excited to see what happens that gauntlet match is gonna be crazy um as far as predictions for sunday um this okay there's some weird matches that we got taking place um there's finn balor versus bobby lashley and leo rush in a handicap match for the intercontinental championship that's kind of weird um i what i kind of hope happens now i don't know how a handicap match for a championship a singles championship really works but i think it would be kind of funny if leo rush got the pin and so then leo is is considered to have, have having won the championship because that would be the case if it was a triple threat but if they're acting as a unit then i guess they're they're acting as co-champions and so the co-championship unit retains it um in its original form so i i don't know i don't know it's all weird i don't even know how that came to be uh they didn't really explain it i i felt like they didn't really explain it but then again the that whole section of the show i was totally spaced out um so that's a weird match that's going to happen i guess we're going to get braun Strowman versus baron corbin for some reason um but if if it's that match that gets like five minutes instead of the revival versus the the robe warriors for for just five minutes you know have the match on raw like they did tonight i much prefer that they have this solid long excellent match instead of uh like a rushed weird thing like on the kickoff show for royal rumble that was such a weird weird thing there they're like for for a lot of people like around me are like what is even happening right now i don't understand so i hope I, I, i'd rather they not be on the show than to be in some type of weird situation like that on sunday this this coming sunday excuse my microphone manipulation sounds um and then uh we ha- of course have I, di- I didn't pull up the, the the announced card or anything i guess i could do that um and then of course the uh the the tag the tag team championships no oh i'm in my history that's why um let's see oh ronda rousey versus ruby right i talked about that already it would be so i'm I'm rooting for rr i know rr is gonna be all my money is on rr but I, I would like to see Ruby Riot as champion just to mess everything up going into WrestleMania. Um, I guess I could do that and then R- Ronda just wins it the next night. Like, if she lost it and then she's like, why don't you uphold my tradition and have an open challenge, huh? And then Ruby accepts and then um, uh, and then she wins it back. Right away. I don't know. But I'll be rooting for I'll be rooting for Ronda, or I'll be rooting for Ruby, I'll be rooting for RR. 
Um, then we also have the, the Elimination Chamber match uh, for the WWE Championship, of course. And we'll talk about this more tomorrow because it's uh, all the SmackDown folks. Um, same with the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, the, the Women's Championship, the Women's Tag Team Championship. Um, so we know that Sasha and Bailey will be starting the match. And so I'm not really expecting them to win at all. I, I already wasn't really expecting them to win um because yeah they're, they're they'll definitely get it at wrestlemania if they don't win it this sunday um but now with them starting out and it sounds like sasha is uh is hurt and all that kind of stuff um it, it, it would make sense for somebody else to win as the first of this new line of champions um and so my, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of rooting, for, I'm rooting for Riot Squad and the Iconics. I think either of those two teams winning makes a lot of sense. Or no, actually, strict that, Mandy and Sonya winning the Tag Team Championships. That could be pretty good. because And then them having the WrestleMania match, ah, they'd kill it. They would kill it against Sasha and Bailey. So we'll see, but maybe they'll only ever have uh, six team matches to, for the championships. It's always a six pack challenge. Um, that that would be that would be ridiculous. Um, it, it is kind of like okay, you're determining the first champions, and that it may be kind of a positive thing. You're determining the first champions in a match that does not utilize most of the skills that you would normally use in a tag team match like tagging in using the those rules like the five counts and things like that um breaking up pins within the within the structures uh, within the confines of those rules um none of those skills count none of those skills matter in uh this first crowning of a champion so uh i do, so that being said it would make sense for whoever to win that to not actually be the best at regular tag team wrestling. And so the, the team that is the best at regular tag team wrestling, they can quite easily jump in there and win those championships off them. Um, so, yeah, um, I'll talk about that more tomorrow night, especially if we get more developed, uh, like if SmackDown, if they have a thing to determine who uh is the first who, who starts the match um we have that gauntlet match i'm really looking forward to that and i guess we also have a mcmiz tv segment with uh special guests the usos so i'll definitely be talking about that all right that's it i think this episode is a lot longer than i meant oh yeah a way 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 longer than i meant for it to be but hopefully you enjoyed listening um, stay tuned uh, for SmackDown and more later this week. Um, uh, let me know what you thought about this episode by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes. Um, you have to subscribe on Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'll be back with more. Um, real soon here on TIW podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.